God bless you guys. Welcome to the, another episode of JR Podcast. I am honored. I am blessed to be here. I pray that you guys are having a beautiful Friday. You know, it's been a blessing ever since I started this. And here we are again to record another episode. Actually, this time it's just me by myself. I wanted to bring some guests on here, but, you know, we had a little bit of issues with getting the place where we wanted to record. So I had to postpone that. And, you know, what a great opportunity than to just sit here by myself and just chop it up with you guys. You know, I wanted to share something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And finally, you know, it's the right time. Um, yeah, so what I wanted to do was share my testimony with you guys. You know, it's a, uh, it's kind of a, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to go back in time and just remember all of the things that, that I went through and stuff, you know, like I, I just want to forget about that stuff, but I know it's necessary to honor the name of God. And here I am in Jesus mighty name. So I pray that this podcast blesses you guys. You know, I'm going to try to do this like in uh, two segments, maybe even three. You know, who knows? I don't want to overwhelm you guys with like an hour long of uh, of me talking, you know, because I could go on and on or whatever. So I'm going to split, split this up and just let God do his thing, man. So, yeah, like I said, I wanted to share my testimony with you guys and I just wanted to start off by saying that God is good, you know, and he has a purpose for every single one of us, you know, um, everything that we go through is for a reason, you know, nothing is in vain, and, you know, every bad thing that we go through is just to make us stronger, you know, sometimes I I had a plan for my life before um, I decided to surrender my life to God, and, um, you know, God wanted something completely different, so here I am. So, yeah, man, just keep on moving forward for those that are seeking God and are going through trials and stuff like that. You know, God has a purpose for you, man. There's a meaning to everything, and God's going to do his thing. So, if you haven't accepted Christ, you know, let me tell you, man, this is something beautiful. There's no peace like the one that you feel when, when God is in your life. And, um, you know, just God is good, man. And I just pray that after this, you know, you consider asking God to be a part of your life and to come into your heart and just live in your heart and just, um, that he becomes somebody that you come to every time that, that you need to talk to somebody or God, you know, for your life and stuff. Cause sometimes we be going through these things and we think that, that we can fix everything on our own strength, man. And sometimes we get overwhelmed and things, they don't end up going how we plan. And then we start getting more disappointed with life and we start digging ourselves a deeper hole and to a point where we, we don't, we can't get out of it. So I just pray that you guys just seek Christ. If you haven't, man, it's a blessing. So I just wanted to start out by obviously just describing my childhood you know my childhood was great you know I grew up in a family where you know you had 
a good side of the family and then you had a bad side of the family. I obviously was blessed to to see a lot of good in in my family, you know, my dad, you know, he bef before when I was born or whatever, I would hear that that he was a heavy drinker, you know, and you know, he you know, whatever whatever people that drink do, you know, you know, whether it was good, whether it was bad, but you know, I thank God that I wasn't, you know, I didn't see that, you know, I didn't see my dad drink, you know, my mom, she was a stay-at-home mom, she was always there, you know, my mom never had to work and stuff, she raised me, my brother, and then my two brothers and my sister, you know, me being the oldest, and, um, you know, I, I had a good childhood, you know, we never needed anything, we always had really good food on the table, we had everything we ever wanted, you know, like, clothes games whatever you know but at the same time my parents were really strict with us you know we had a set bedtime every single day we had to complete certain tasks throughout the day and we just had to to respect our parents you know we couldn't raise our voice to our parents you know every time we would be getting in trouble we couldn't look up and look at them in the eyes because that was a sign of disrespect and we were going to get the cinto and for you guys that don't know what a cinto is is a belt you know what i'm saying so that was their way of discipline in the past you know and um you know i i i had it you know it, it was good you know at times you know it taught us a lesson you know to respect our elders and stuff like that and that's the way it should be you know we have a lot of people these days that that they don't respect their elders no more they don't respect their parents and stuff like that just because you know parents can't be like they used to be you know they can't they can't discipline their kids like like in the old times because they automatically want to put you in jail or whatever, you know. So we kind of refrain from that, but that causes a lot of issues, you know, the disrespect and stuff. The 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 kids don't they don't listen to parents anymore. So you know that's an ugly sight. You know what I'm saying? Like when when a child don't listen to their parents and stuff like that. So you know, at the moment, you know, it might have been like something that that I hated. But now that I look at it, I thank my parents for for disciplining me that, that I needed to respect my elders because it's taken me a long way. You know, even though I've been through a lot of things, I got my I involved into a lot of um violent activity. You know, I always knew to respect my elders, you know, and my parents and stuff like that. So yeah, that was that was basically like like my childhood, you know, like we had everything. You know, my dad was always working and stuff, my mom you know, she was always home, you know, um, like I said, we always had everything that we wanted, everything that we needed when it was Christmas time, we knew we were going to get some big gifts, you know, like we, my mom, my, my, well, actually like my mom, she would tell us to write a Christmas list or whatever. And we were, we would only get like a few things out of them. We would always go for like the, the expensive stuff, man. And, and like, we already knew, you know what I'm saying? Like we would put cheap stuff. <laughs> We would put cheap stuff in and, you know, just to just to make it seem like, you know, we knew what we really wanted. So, um, you know, Christmas was always good for us. You know, like I, I to this day, I love Christmas, you know, like Christmas was a beautiful thing for us. You know, like all the family would get together, all the cousins, you know, and it was always, you know, a fun time with the family. You know, we would 
you know be be making food you know you know how mexicans get down with christmas and and you know and the cooking and all that stuff and you know so it, it was it was good you know it was good growing up you know what i'm saying like um i just remember like the smallest things you know like like me and my brother always having each other's back and stuff and you know just playing outside like kids and stuff and you know i never saw like like bad things like i knew like i had family members that were like um drug dealers gang members you know like they're well known in the streets and stuff like that like i knew about that stuff but it would it really wouldn't interest me because you know i just wanted to be a kid you know and um like i said like i never felt the need to look for attention elsewhere because my mom and dad they always gave us that love you know like that parent love they were always there for us you know um you know i was I always been a mama's boy and stuff so like she was always there you know when when i would go through something you know i i didn't need to look for attention anywhere else so that's why you know through in in a long period of like of my life or whatever like i wasn't I wasn't interested in that stuff. I didn't care for it. Like, you know, I didn't, I never thought it was cool or nothing like that. Like, it was like whatever to me, you know. And I had my, my grandma. She also, you know, she she um, she um would go to church. You know, she was an evangelist. You know, she was heavy in serving Christ and stuff. And, like, we knew about God. You know, my daddy would take us to church and stuff like that. My dad was, like, in the choir he would sing and stuff and I knew all about church too you know that's another reason why uh, I never my attention never was drawn to that stuff you know to to the to the crime lifestyle you know because I I was also like they um, taught me the fear of God you know they taught me that there is a heaven they taught me that there is a hell you know the demons and God and all that stuff you know like I, I knew about all that. So at that moment, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care for it, you know. So, you know, time went by and, and I started like, you know, having friends, you know, cause that's another thing. Like I, I was, I was a kid, you know, that, that just wanted school. I wanted to be a straight A student and that's what I was. I would get good grades I would do my homework you know I was honor roll student you know I school was my thing and then all of a sudden like I started you know at that time I wouldn't have friends you know when you're going to the school and you're focusing on your studies and stuff like that you didn't have time for friends you know you did have people that you would associate here and there and I guess I would consider one person a, a best friend because we would talk occasionally, but it wasn't never like, like, um, I was focused on wanting to go chill with you or whatever, you know, that wasn't my, my thing. That wasn't what I wanted, you know, I wanted school. So it got to a point where I started having friends, you know, and I got to, I believe it was sixth grade. You know, I started having friends that that started talking about their parents having sex and stuff, and and their fathers 
showing them pornography and stuff like that. And my mind started opening a little bit. I started questioning myself what sex was. I started questioning myself what pornography was. And I started digging into it, you know. My my friends would teach, show me stuff like that. And I started becoming more curious. And that's where my mind started opening to pornography and stuff. And I started just thinking other stuff. And I became more curious. And I dug into it. And I just got myself really corrupted in my mind watching that stuff and I just didn't didn't know how to control it you know like I I just wanted more and more of it and and this is just me being transparent on my life this is kind of hard for me to talk about it because it's embarrassing you know it's embarrassing for me to speak about it but this played a big role in my life and it played a big role in a lot of the decisions that I made and I just want to share it with you guys because sometimes we feel like something that we go through or an addiction that we have that it's embarrassing and we don't want to share it. And, and we just keep digging a hole for us, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that we keep digging these hole and we it's it's we're so far into the to the pit that we don't we can't climb out of it. And no matter what we do, like we try to fix things on our own. And we can't, you know, and I'm just here to share this with you guys, although it's embarrassing, you know, it's real embarrassing for me, but it is what it is, you know, like I started, you know, just watching that stuff and then, um, you know, just becoming more curious, you know, I started having more friends and stuff and like they started teaching me more things and then I got into a phase in my life where I... I started being, I started to get bullied, you know, and I didn't, I didn't care for none of that fighting stuff or, or none of that, you know, so I would get beat up all the time, you know, I was always scared to go to school because I already knew that, that I was going to get beat up, you know, they, they would just push me around and just throw me into trash cans and just treat me like a little punk because I, at the time I was a little punk, I just wanted school and stuff and, and like I didn't know how to do nothing, you know. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to fight. I didn't know how to cuss or anything like that, you know. I was just a little nerd, and that um that started, you know, introducing me to a lot of things. And and I ended up going into high to middle school, and you know, it was always like a like a racial thing for some reason, you know, like like. When I was growing up, it was always like a war between Hispanics and, and like African-Americans and stuff. Like for some reason, it was just a war, you know, and and I um, obviously, you know, I was always I would get jumped and all that stuff. And until one day, you know, I was introduced to gangs and stuff and I ended up like joining gangs, you know, and I ended up like. Like I said, meeting new people and stuff, and like, um, we 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 had to join gangs just to protect ourselves, and then from there, like me joining gangs and stuff, I started to learn how to fight and stuff, and I started to enjoy fighting. Fighting used to be like something I desired. I thirsted for for fighting. Like I loved. 
um, hitting people. I love seeing blood on people. I love when people would hit me. Like, fighting was my thing. Like like I said, I loved it. You know, um, that was like an every. It turned into an everyday thing to me. Like, I would just go pick fights, you know, and I just... I, I loved, you know, like doing that, you know, that's, that's, that's just how it was. And, um, you know, that, that in addition to, to me, um, watching pornography, I added the gang life to my, to, to my life. And with the gang life, I started being introduced into, um, rap music. Mind you, keep this in mind. I would not listen to secular music when I was growing up. It was all Christian music, gospel music, the the Spanish gospel music. I wouldn't even listen to to Christian rap, you know, like I was that, you know, my parents were that strict with us. They didn't they didn't they didn't expose us to anything, you know, like to to that type of music. So, <clears throat> it was it was a a new introduction to me, you know, um being introduced to to rap music and I remember the the first time that I listened to rap music it was a Chicano um rap artist and this rap artist he would worship the devil in his rap music and I started catching my attention because I started having those feelings where the adrenaline rush of me doing something wrong also became an addiction for me and I knew um, at the time there was CDs. And my mom, that, that year, she had bought us a, a CD player. And I remember asking my friend to let me use that CD. And um, I would listen to it all night. And I would just hear the lyrics. I would hear this man just worshiping the devil, talking about the three sixes and him doing packs with him and him getting strength from the devil for the street life and stuff like that. And I be and I became um curious again, you know, on that stuff. And and like I said, the adrenaline rush of me doing something wrong became so addicting, you know, because I knew that I was going against what I have been taught my whole life, which was, which was, um, going against God because I knew that I was starting to support the enemy, which was Satan. I started to enjoy that. I started repeating the lyrics in my mind of this rapper and I started feeling something within me. I started feeling evil within me. I started speaking the same different tongues that 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 this rapper would would um speak to to worship the devil i guess you know and and i started just filling my 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 spirit with this demonic um energy and um it just became so bad i just started disrespecting my parents you know i started disrespecting what they wanted for me and stuff and and i started like um, I started beca- become, I started to become more rebellious. I started to become more rebellious towards their rules. And my dad, he, he worked out of town a lot. Like we would see him like maybe, I don't know, once or twice a month, 
he he my dad he he still is a hard worker you know he he was working day and night for us to get us everything that we wanted and needed so um it was easy for me to to um break the rules cuz you know my mom you know I saw her you know she's a girl you know like they're not as strong as men so I felt like I was able to get away with a lot of things you know even though she tried you know she tried to discipline me my grandpa my uncles and stuff they were always there to support my mom and at the time that they were there of course I would like be positive you know I would say yes to them I just I would just tell them what they wanted to hear so they would leave and then when they would leave I would start doing the same thing um my grandma and grandpa they actually lived with us and my grandma also like she was always there like she was always like like trying to support my mom and stuff you know trying to tell me you know about god and stuff and you know i i would always say yeah you know yes 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 or whatever and um i you know i would still do the same thing you know like i just i just wanted to i just wanted to do the bad stuff you know i enjoyed it i had gotten introduced into something that i had never experienced in my childhood and stuff like that and i loved it you know the adrenaline rush was was beyond what i had ever felt in my life you know but that was just the demons you know trying they were deceiving me they they were trying to make me believe that that what they were offering was better than than the life that christ wanted for me so like and that started to be an issue you know the music i started like um opening my mind into satanism and stuff like that and then i started like like praying to the devil and stuff like that i i uh, ended up making a pact with the devil and stuff and 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 saying to him that that if he would allow me to win every single street fight that um i would surrender myself to him and and it ended up happening you know i never i never um uh lost a fight like that you know till till later down the line you know i did experience some some uh defeats or whatever you know but but when it first started like it just became more evil you know like i would fight and i would just have this anger within me i wanted to see blood i wanted to see the people that i would fight you know to an extreme where i wanted to see them have seizures and stuff and because you know i would just like that that's just the type of fighter i was i wanted to see them on the ground shaking you know full of blood and stuff i loved having that respect and stuff and like every time um i would fight after the fight i would glorify the the enemy because you know he had deceived me into believing that he was the one that was making it possible to where i was winning these fights because of him you know the enemy is a liar like he had me so blinded into this and um you know just a lot of things you know and and i did you know i i would have in the back of my mind you know what i was taught you know about christ you know i deep down didn't want to go to hell but then i did want to go to hell because i would say that i was going to be the devil's right hand man and that i wanted him to utilize me to deceive people in the world and stuff like that and like man the enemy just had me wrapped around his his hands you know like he had me by the neck 
and um, he he just deceived me in so many ways. You know, he deceived me into like disrespecting my 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 loving parents and stuff. Like, I got into a phase where my my uh, parents they always wanted me to dress up like casual, right? So. So they would buy me my button ups. They would buy me a pair of shoes for almost every outfit that I had. And they would always wanted me to to they always wanted me to dress up casual. They would buy me my t-shirts, my white t-shirts to go under, my nice jeans, my boots, and stuff like that. And um back then the thing for gangs was a white t-shirt. So Every time that that I would go to school, I would take off my button up and I'd be walking around with my t-shirt, with my white t-shirt representing gangs and stuff like that. I would have people bring me my bandanas and stuff and, you know, I would give them my bandana when I would, when school was over. And then when I would be back in school, they would hand me my bandana and stuff. And, and like, I was just like a whole different person in school. You know, I was a gangbanger in school. And then when I went home, although... They started, um, they started like suspecting something different, you know, of me being in gangs and stuff, but they weren't too sure, you know, I would still come home and I would like, I would, um, put my shirt back on, you know, I'll put my backpack back on and stuff. And, and like, I was just playing like, like a double life, you know? I got into high school and stuff, and I it just started getting worse and worse and worse and stuff. But within me, I still wanted to do good. You know, I still wanted the the career that I wanted. You know, I always wanted to be an architect, so I somewhat intended to to try to do that. You know, I tried to do good in school. I ended up getting into football and stuff. I I started loving football, but you know, I had that positive those positive influences in my life, but I also had the negative influences. I started seeing my uncles and stuff like a different way. You know, I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be like the gangsters on TV. I thought I was going to be like this big drug lord and I was going to get respected by the entire world and stuff. And I thought that the way of living was to die for your people and stuff, you know. So that's the mentality that the enemy had me um that's the mentality that the enemy had me believing and i ended up doing a lot of things you know i started like um seeing women in 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 a different way you know as i mentioned you know like the like the pornography and stuff that i would watch and stuff like it was just different you know like i wanted to do things that i wasn't supposed to and um it just grew like so so like like dark in my life you know like i i just started you know i just started like just making poor choices in my life and and like i ended up like uh running away from home and stuff and at a young age i didn't even graduate from high school and stuff i ended up having a, a kid at 18 just because, you know, the the stuff that I was introduced to, you know, made me believe that that was the way of life and stuff. And it was just a plan from the enemy to destroy my life.
Yeah, so going back to me not graduating high school, it was two weeks before graduation. You know, I had uh, gotten my family all excited for me graduating because despite of all the poor choices that I was making in my life, I somehow was going to graduate. So I ended up making more poor choices. And two weeks before my graduation, I ended up getting getting into some trouble and... I ended up making a choice of going into the um, uh, youth, uh, it was a military academy. And I was in there for a couple of months, you know, I tried to to believe that this program was going to change me and stuff. And I, I was doing good for the most part. And for some reason, I ended up making another mistake. And t- probably like like another two weeks before graduating the program... I ended up messing up again. Again, I excited my family for for me graduating this program. You know, I was going to get my diploma and all that stuff through this military um, program. And I, I ended up messing up again. You know, people had pulled strings to get me into this program. And I had another, I had a second opportunity in, in uh, having a graduation. You know, having my parents uh, see me walk down that, that aisle with my capping gown and receiving my diploma and, and I ended up messing up you know I, I messed up I um, ended up making a poor choice where I got myself kicked out of the program and here I am back at home you know I went back home and I I um I just had to face all the the stuff that came with it you know my mom I remember when I came home everything was just silent you know my I saw my mom, she was laying in bed, I thought she was going to be excited to see me, you know, since she hadn't seen me for, I think it was like six months almost, and like, I, you know, I felt kind of disappointed in myself for doing that, you know, the only one that was there to, the oh, actually my dad, you know, he had gone to pick me up, my dad also was quiet on the way home and stuff, and, you know, it was, it was really sad, you know, to... Like, just think to myself that I had disappointed everybody around me again. And it was, you know, it was something difficult to face. So I I go home and I end up um, being home for like a few months. And after a few months, you know, I ended up uh, moving to Texas and and I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to do good and stuff and I... I was for a little bit, I guess, you know, I ended up trying to see Christ and stuff and things didn't work out, you know, and I ended up coming back to Michigan after a few years and, and I, you know, had gone through, through a situation in my life where, um, I became depressed and stuff and, and I started drinking and, you know, I got myself involved. I got myself involved in this um, drinking habits, and you know, popping pills and stuff, and like just getting a almost almost getting addicted to popping pills. Cause I didn't I didn't get addicted to pills to where I couldn't stop doing them. You know, I thank God that He allowed me to control. He actually just let a certain level of uh, drug use happen in my life. And I thank him so much because that hasn't been an issue in my life where 
where I'm addicted to drugs and stuff like that, you know, like it it wasn't something that I that I um struggled to to let go. You know, it was same thing with the drinking and stuff, you know. Drinking was just like like something, you know, that I would do because I I don't know, I wanted to fit in and stuff. So I I ended up doing that stuff and and I come home and and I before I got into the drinking I wanted to continue to see God but I let a certain situation uh, get to me and I I messed up and I was just like whatever I'm not going to see Christ anymore I'm just going to do my thing you know so I started doing my thing and stuff and I started like getting introduced into drug dealers and stuff and I started just pushing drugs around the city and you know I um started making this money and I just felt you know that the the same desires again that, that I wanted to be this kingpin and like I started like just meeting all these drug dealers and it was just like at the moment it was cool to me like that's what I wanted to be I wanted to be these drug dealers you know I ended up buying myself a nice car and stuff like it was just you know, illegal activity, you know, um, got me these things and I started loving that lifestyle and stuff. And I started, you know, like meeting people that, that would do witchcraft and stuff. And, and again, you know, like I, I, I know I mentioned that I tried to serve Christ or whatever. And I did, you know, at, uh, before I came back to Michigan, like I, I somewhat, um, tried to to go to church and stuff like that but i still had those struggles with like um you know i wasn't i wasn't a good person you know like i i was like a, an aggressive person you know like i um would still watch like stuff that i wasn't supposed to be watching and stuff and like i i had never like given my life to god completely you know like i just wanted to do it because people around me were doing it so like it wasn't a, a strong commitment you know on my part so like i like fast forwarding back to me meeting people that did witchcraft and stuff like i i ended up meeting people that did santeria and stuff like um you know it was kind of crazy because i i had never seen this in my life you know and i i don't know for some reason when i saw this image of like the santa muerte and stuff like i um for some reason, I fell in love with the image, and I, I, I wanted, you know, I would, I would dream about it. I, I would think about it all day, and that's what I wanted to do for my life. You know, I wanted to be, um, I wanted to be doing this witchcraft and stuff. And I, um, I remember like, there's like this ritual that they be doing, you know, in order for you to like surrender your life or whatever to this thing and. And I remember praying this thing over and over again. It was a prayer that, you know, I was just invoking this. Like, I was invoking this thing to my life and stuff. Like, I wanted this. Like, like I was ready, you know, to take it to the next level. To to see things spiritually and stuff. And, like, to see things that, that I had never seen before. And I, I kept... Um, I kept reciting this prayer over and over and over. It was a prayer that I was provided, you know, by, by, it wasn't directly for me, but it was just something that I had found online or whatever that, that it was like a ritual you had to do in order for you to like receive this into your life. And, 
you had to like um you were gonna see the supernatural stuff and like just some crazy stuff and i remember getting mad because i'm like man dude like just i don't feel this i'm not feeling what i'm supposed to feel i'm not seeing what i'm supposed to see um what's going on you know like i would get so mad you know and throughout my life even though I was doing wrong, God would always show me that I was going to be his, you know, like he, I remember, I remember clearly a dream and, and and it's just so shocking to me because at that time that I had that dream, like I want nothing, I wanted nothing to do with God, man, like I would blaspheme God, I would like, I didn't want nothing to do with God and I still had this dream, you know, it, I, I had a dream that that I was that I saw myself standing somewhere and there was like a spotlight and the things that I was saying were the gospel of Jesus Christ and when I started seeing everything around me I was in the center and it was like it was just like a football field full of people listening to me preach this word and I remember waking up from this dream and I'd be like, God, like, why are you showing me this? I don't want nothing to do with you. Like, I want, I want to be with the devil. Like, that's who I want. Like, me and you are enemies. Like, that's, those are the kind of conversations that I would have with God. Like, I would try to push God away so much and he still was there for me. And it was like a lot of things, you know, like, he made me go through and stuff and like a lot of things that, that he made me see that that were were bad for me, but I still wanted them because the enemy had me so blind. So, like fast forwarding to this um, this ritual that I was trying to like give my life over to, like I was just so mad because it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work, and then like um, later down down the line, I met this girl. And and this girl, like I had, I had seen her, um, in high school. Like it just makes me emotional because like it's just like crazy. It's just crazy, you know. And and you'll later find out why. Um, I met this girl in high school. You know, she was somebody that I wanted to be with. You know, and like when I was in high school. Like I was, um, like how I had mentioned that I was a football player, you know, and like, you know, I, girls, you know, were a thing for me and stuff. And like, you know, it was always easy for me to get a girl and stuff. And like this specific girl, you know, I, I remember I would send my friend over and I'd be like, hey, I'd be like, um, bro, go tell this girl that, that I'm interested in her, you know, tell her to look over and whatever. <laughs> You know, and it was always hard for me to get her attention because she wasn't one of them type of girls that, that like, was easy, you know. She, she was a, she was a nice girl. And, like, I, just crazy, you know. Um, she was just a nice girl. And, um... I ended up doing my thing or whatever and like we lost contact for so many years and then um when I came back to Michigan I did my thing and I tried to do that brujeria stuff or whatever 
I ended up going to my to my cousin's wedding and um, <clears throat> I see this girl again and I didn't know that she knew my cousin so when I saw this girl I was like oh snap like she ain't going over this time you know I'm gonna go talk to her I'm gonna make sure that I get her attention but this time you know like it was different like I directly talked to her you know I was like hey I was like you remember me or whatever she was like yeah you know that just, just the whole conversation and stuff and like um some time passed by and we started dating and stuff and you know we ended up getting into a relationship and like you know things started changing for me you know I'm not gonna say that that I surrendered my life you know right after me and her got together but you know just things started changing for me and I I ended up not being you know the best boyfriend at the time you know she she um she put up with a lot of stuff from me and like you know just years down the line go and like I we ended up having a son and like um my my wife you know she came from like she comes from a Catholic family, you know, and um, they're nice people, you know, like they, they're really humble people and like, um, you know, she, she was taught well, you know, and, you know, but her, her belief wasn't what I believed. So like, whenever my son was born, he was born like super early. So he was in the NICU for a few months. I believe it was four months. And like there was times where there they the doctors would tell us that there was no hope of him, you know, making it. And my parents, you know, they 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 obviously went back to church and stuff. And you know, a lot of stuff happened. You know, my grandma passed away. You know, she passed away in a car accident and stuff. And my mom resurrendered her life to Christ after that. That was her only um, way of like dealing with the traumatic event you know my grandma passing away so like with her giving her life to Christ again my you know she would pray for me and stuff and you know just to keep me safe in the streets and stuff like that and my my wife well, I guess I ruined it already but my my girl at the time like she she um she was just like really depressed and stuff and my mom ended up like like talking to her and like you know she was introduced into what we believed as far as like Jesus Christ and stuff and the power of Christ and prayer and like the just the miracles that God can make and stuff and and that's where my where my wife started finding peace you know she started finding peace in that and and um she she just started like seeing things different you know and eventually my son he made it out of the NICU fine and he's a big strong kid and he does his thing or whatever you know he grows but ungrateful us we started to we started to resume our lifestyle of drinking and cussing and just bringing the gang life around my son and stuff and you know, just my son just trying to be like me and stuff. And like, you know, he he got to a point where, where he just, you know, he would never see me. I was either working or I was drinking. And, and that was just the lifestyle that we 
had him go through for I believe it was like um, this was like I don't know for a few years and then I started um, experiencing um, a lot of anxiety in my life and I ended up trying to do drugs again just to calm the, the, the anxiety down and um, you know just drinking more and like just doing a lot of crazy things to try to calm my anxiety down and I eventually it got to a point where where I couldn't control it like that anymore like I would tell my mom I'd be like mom like I don't know what I'm feeling you know like this anxiety is taking over me and stuff and like I don't know what to do and my mom was always like you already know what to do she would always be like you gotta seek Christ but that was something I didn't want to do because I knew I was gonna have to leave drinking I knew I was gonna have to leave the music I knew I was gonna have to leave the gangs and all that stuff and like um me you know being hard-headed i continued to do that and the anxiety just getting it just started getting stronger and stronger and stronger and like it got to a point where it started like taking over my life like i couldn't do it anymore like it would literally just like shake my world up and um I remember this is like later on into my life where where um you know my at the time of me having anxiety too like me and my my girlfriend at the time like we would have a lot of problems and stuff you know like I said I wasn't a good person you know and like she she was getting tired of me and stuff and like I started going through this anxiety and and um, I remembered, you know, just my mom telling me the only one that can fix this is God. And I ended up going through an experience in my life where I met God through my anxiety. And I, um, I had a personal experience with God. You know, I remember coming home from work. I would work night shifts, so when I got home, my 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 girlfriend at the time and my son they were sleeping, and um, it was just me and God. You know, I even even after like that night, like I remember going through the anxiety and stuff. Like I I tried to seek other stuff, you know, to try to calm my anxiety. So upon me seeking this, I found that there is like melodies, music that can calm your 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 anxiety. So I go on YouTube and I start searching stuff, and I I remember putting music that will calm anxiety down. So, and this is so crazy. So I I put that, and I hop in the shower, and my anxiety just started going. Like, it just started going away. Like, I started not feeling it anymore. Like, I started feeling so peaceful. And I'm like, I remember I was showering. I had soap in my eyes. And I was like, yo, I'm going to I'm gonna go out, out of out this shower. And I'm about to go click save. Because every time I get these episodes, I'm going to um, replay this. Because this, this thing is working. So, I hopped out. And to my surprise, 
I see, I look at my phone and I see, be still and know that I am God. Man, when I saw that, my world started shaking. Like I just felt chains breaking. I, I heard walls falling. Like I just felt free. Like I started crying. Like I felt a love being poured over my, my soul. Like I just could not stop crying. Like I just felt so grateful because I knew it was God. God was hugging me. He was comforting me from my anxiety. Like I said, I felt like I felt like I was in a box when I was having that anxiety. And I felt like like I was never gonna get out. And at that moment, like I just felt like I had just exploded out of this box and just like uh, like all this stuff just started like like being better for me. Like I I just felt so free. And I remember the first thing that I did, you know, I started writing stuff down, you know, the words that the that the Lord was speaking to me. And like I remember one of my uncles was in prison. I was writing him a letter. I was expressing myself like what I was feeling at the moment. I had to rewrite this letter because I just had tears falling all over the letter. The ink was smearing everywhere. Like God did his thing that night. And I just fully surrendered my life to God that night. I was like, Lord, I'm yours. Like here I am. Do what you want with my life. Like I'm done with everything. Like I'm done with drinking. I'm done with the drugs. I'm done with the with everything. Like with everything that I did, like going against you. Like all the times that I neglected you, Lord. I'm I'm done with all of that, Father. Like just take over my life. And I was just like free. And but the thing is, like, it didn't even end there. Like I was just so fresh in my walk. Like I remember the the next holiday, it was uh Thanksgiving. And uh Thanksgiving for me was a drinking day. So I remember like like Thanksgiving came around and I I ended up drinking. You know, even though I had uh, had that experience with God and even though I had surrendered my life to God, like I ended up drinking still. And I remember I went to bed and I remember the whole time, actually the whole time I was drinking, I was feeling so guilty. Like this guilt was just killing me with like inside. And I was just like, man, I'm going to like this. The last time is the last time I would say to myself and. And I would just keep drinking and I kept feeling that guilt and stuff. And I ended up going to sleep. And and like the whole time in my sleep, I was crying. I was dreaming myself crying. Like I was just bawling like a baby in my dreams. Like I, I woke up crying and stuff because I knew that I had felt God. And even in my dream, like the guilt was there because I knew that I had felt God. And then at that time... I was just like, God, like, I'm for real this time. Like, I'm done with drinking, Lord. I will never, ever grab a beer. I will never grab anything alcoholic, and I will never consume it, God. Like, there's a promise that I'm making you. And to honor God, to give God all the glory, it's been about, it's going to be, it's going to be six years in November. We're in 2023. And I have not, ever since that, that, that 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 second time that I told God that I was never gonna pick up a bottle of beer or anything like that, 
I've been true to it. Like I have, I have not, I have not picking up. I have not picked up anything alcoholic. No wine, no wine coolers, nothing, nothing, nothing that has alcohol. And I give God all the honor and the glory. A lot of people ask me why I don't drink alcohol. Why I don't feel that it's okay to have one or to have a glass of wine. There's your answer. I made a I made a, a promise to God, and I'm keeping my promise. Even though I felt God in so many things with my mouth, I confessed the promise to the Lord, and I've kept my promise, and I've been a man about it. And I don't I don't bow down to nobody. So there's your answer. That's the reason why I don't drink. Is because I made a promise to my King, and I'm gonna keep that promise to my King. And I I ask God that He continues to give me the strength. To keep my promise. But yeah man. Like. I, that was my experience with God. You know. That's my testimony. You know. Me growing up. The the ways that I was introduced into things. You know. In my life that. That destroyed my life. You know. With the pornography. With the gangs. With the. With the drinking. With the drug use. With. With disrespecting my parents. And stuff like that. And you know. I, I'm going to take this opportunity. To. To just say some things, you know, like the reason why the Lord had mercy on me throughout my entire walk is because he had a plan for me. And when God has a plan for somebody, there is no man that can break that plan. When I tried to surrender my life or to hand my soul over in that witchcraft, um, um, what what was it like? A, like a, in that ritual, the reason why it didn't happen was because the Lord had a plan for me, and He was not gonna let Satan take me. And you know the the thing that I see was that I was on the cliff. You know I was on the cliff, like about to fall into the pit of hell. Like I already see, I had seen the the devil. With his arms out waiting to catch me. But I also seen God grabbing me. Helping me not fall. Because he had a plan for me. The enemy's plan is to destroy it. His plan is for you to go to hell with him. When, when the day of judgment comes. And God sends judgment onto every single man. And every single demon. And Satan himself. When he sends him to the to the pit of hell he his job is to take as many people as he can and that's what he tried to do with my life so that's why i'm here preaching the gospel that's why i'm here giving you guys my testimony because the devil is a liar he's a liar and he just wants to destroy what god has for every single one of us and like there's so many things that that are going on right now there's so many things that these youth are getting into. They're getting into this witchcraft. They're being deceived that they, that that's a good thing. That it's something innocent and it is not. The enemy is trying to destroy your life. Surrender your life to God because he has a plan for you. Even though that we go through all these things, we have to keep in mind that God is always going to be there for us. His word promises 
us so many times that he will never leave us and that he will never forsake us. This world gives us a battle. This world gives us a battle when we surrender our life to Christ. It's not easy. We just got to fight the good fight. The Bible says that we got to fight the good fight. There's a reward for us. Being in this world is not easy. Even when Jesus was here, he went through trials. He went through tribulations, but he never, ever gave up because he kept us in mind he went through with the crucifixion he went through with the when when he was getting beat he went through when he was getting um spit on he went through when he was getting whipped on on when he was going to the cross and stuff he he was going through so many things as well but he kept us in mind so when we go through these things let's keep jesus in mind let's keep what god did for us on that cross let's keep in mind that the lord said that he will never leave us that he will never forsake us let's not give up with this walk that we are going on because there like i said there's a reward for us there's something that god wants to give us at the end and we're not perfect we're all gonna have mistakes we're all gonna have flaws even me now I'm not perfect. I still have my struggles. I still have times where I go through depression. I have these suicidal thoughts. I have the the urges to to watch things that I'm not supposed to, the urges to do things that I'm not supposed to 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 desire things that I'm not supposed to. But the important thing is that I continue to try to seek God. I continue to surround myself with people that want to seek God. Then that are going to encourage me to seek God. That's the thing that we need to do, people. We need to surround ourselves with people that want the same thing that we want, and that's to seek God. Because if we keep surrounding ourselves with things and people that don't want nothing to do with God, we're going to fall, and we're going to continue to repeat the cycle of not walking right in the in the walks of God so we need to do this people we need to stand strong and we need to encourage each other to continue to walk this walk and it's not going to be easy like I said you know we go through all these things and and we go through all these trials and these tribulations and we want to give up and 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 we try to do things for other people and we try not to offend other people and we do things that we know is wrong just to make other people happy but it's not about you but about other people it's about you and the father because when we face that judgment when we are going through the through through the through the judgment that God is going to put every single one of us through it's just going to be me and him it's not going to be you or your wife it's not going to be you or your son it's not going to be you or your friend. It's just going to be you and it's going to be God. You're going to have to answer to everything that you did on this world. So just keep in mind that you need to continue to try to fight this fight because God, he is faithful and he He has a plan for every single one of us, man. I lost track on what I was saying, man. I lost track on what I was, what I was saying for real, man, but... Man, that that was my that was my experience, you know, with Christ, you know, like man, that was God is good, people. God God just man, God wants to be there for every single one of us. God wants to give us that eternal life. We just gotta continue to try to do good. We gotta continue to We gotta continue to to try our best 
to do this stuff, man. So, and I, I don't know if I if I forgot something, but you know, if I did, you know, I will definitely speak about it in the future. You know, it was a blessing being here with you guys. It was a blessing to to share my testimony with you guys. It was a blessing to um, just be here and 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 just share some things that I was uncomfortable with. Like, you know, it's real embarrassing for me to to just admit some things and you know just um and yeah, you know, it was just. It was just embarrassing, but it's all to honor the the name of God. You know, I pray that that this was of a blessing to you guys. You know, I pray that that God touched your heart in some way. You know, because you know it's it's not easy for us to to share our testimony sometimes. So, and I like I said, I pray that it was a blessing to you guys. I pray that. That you guys just continue to see God. And like I said, if you haven't surrendered your life to God, man, do so. It's the best thing you ever do in your life. Um, yeah, just just keep in mind, you know, just if you feel that, that you want to be part of my podcast, you know, or whatever, or you want to share your testimony, just reach out to me. You know, God is good. And He is going to work His glory. Amen. So I pray you guys have a beautiful night or day or whatever it is and um just reach out man if you guys need prayer if you guys have any questions or concerns you guys can can uh reach me at my uh at my instagram page is jr podcast you guys can reach me at my facebook page as well it's uh, jr mondo i will actually put all my information on the bottom of this um this podcast so yeah man god bless you guys thank you guys for listening in jesus mighty name thank you guys for tuning in also to another episode of jr podcast god is good god bless you guys in jesus mighty name peace